0: This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. And I'm joined by no other, Tom Newman. How you doing today, Tony? Good, buddy. Good. Good. Any uh, volleyball stories? Any big spikes or anything (laughs) to get us excited about?
1: (laughs) Well, the season's kind of winding down. We only got a few more weeks left, but it's been fun. Some weeks have been extremely hot. We've only had a few players on the court, and so you got to make up a little bit more ground, and some weeks we've had a full team, and... It's more just the camaraderie.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. And, Tom, for us Wisconsinites, although we've been blessed to work with families from all over the country, you know, we have state fair coming up.
1: We do. I love me some Wisconsin state fair. Here's
0: the big question. Yep. Food on a stick or cream puff? Which which line are you getting in? I'm probably doing the food on the stick. Yeah, I'm a more savoury guy. I I don't know. Can I say this publicly? (laughs) I'm not sure I like cream puffs. I don't know. Can you? <laughs> I, know, I don't know if you're allowed to say that and keep your residency in Wisconsin.
1: But. Right No. we, uh, <clears throat> my family and I, we love our cheese curds and uh, the corn on the cob, and you know, just the the regular staples. Those are really good. Love that stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we got a great episode this week for folks. If you're currently within the age range that starts about ten years before you plan to retire and ends about 10 years after retirement, then today's episode is for you. The chances are your retirement is not going to be as close to the same as your parents retirement. No gold watch with a pension and a rocking chair, maybe at least at least for a while time, maybe that's in your future, buddy. But you'll experience a new kind of retirement, a more active retirement, a retirement that includes a longer, healthier, and more active lifestyle, But your ability to enjoy this new retirement doesn't just happen. It takes planning and commitment, and of course, it takes money. The best way to start planning is to focus on your future income needs. Unfortunately, it's at this point that many people throw up their hands in frustration. Maybe they say, how can I estimate the income I'll need for decades from now when it's difficult enough to know how much I might spend next year or next month or even next week? If you feel the same, keep listening because you'll find that while it might not be easy to figure out your future retirement income needs, the process doesn't have to be painful. And as you listen today, keep in mind that if you're not sure that your retirement is on the right track, today is the day to stop worrying and start planning. You can reach out to us, visit us at retirementreadyshow.com and set up your own complimentary consultation. Tom, I think it's a sad truth that many people spend more time planning their next vacation than they do time on planning their retirement. Retirement's not cheap. You don't get a do-over. You want to do it right the first time, especially if your goal is to live the lifestyle that you always dreamed you would once you stopped working. Whether you're 10 years away from retirement, or even if you've already retired, there's no better time than now to take charge of your financial future. The key is to plan ahead, and it starts with figuring out exactly what income you'll need. Tom, help us. How much income do we need?
1: Uh, That's a great question, and uh, the answer is really different for everyone, and this this reminds me, I love that we're talking about this, um, because... I had, you know, years back seen a, a TV commercial and it was from one of these, you know, bigger retail kind of financial institutions that we have in this country. And and it was a bunch of people, caricatures walking in a city and, and they all had a bubble over their head with a, a distinct dollar figure in there. And then the voiceover came over and said, what's your retirement number? And, and the focus uh, of that particular... Particular commercial was trying to achieve a certain dollar figure in your your accounts and, and I just looked at it and spending so many so much time in in planning for so many retirees retirement it's just so far from the truth it really boils down to income and if you listen to the guidance of, of you know some brokers or you read any books or magazine articles on this topic When it comes to determining the amount of income needed during retirement, you'll almost always hear some simple rule of thumb. You know, the average person will need approximately 70 to 80% of their pre-retirement income to sustain the lifestyle after they retire. And this can be some dangerous advice, if, if you've ever followed this, at least for you know some of the clients that we often meet with, because it's usually very, very far from correct. Um, but before I uh, discuss kind of why the rule of thumb can be a little misguided, I, I do wanna spend a moment on what it does get right. So it, it does correctly focus on the single most important need for a confident retirement which is income. You know, an important key because too many people mistakenly focus most of their planning efforts on account balances. It, It leads to all sorts of problems with potentially some really damaging results. You know, a good example is in how it distorts the answer to the critically important planning question, which is how much money will you need to enjoy a confident retirement. And when we focus, you know, when the when the focus is incorrectly on account balances, it, it often results in, in setting objectives such as retiring with a, a set dollar figure like a, a million dollar account balance. Uh, and the problem with this is that there's a disconnect between money and income. And when it comes to retirement, it's your future income that will most likely be your primary consideration. It should be your, ask just about anyone how much income they truly can count on receiving from a $1 million account balance, they're not going to have a confident answer for you. And if you're that type of individual, it's okay. It's why myself and Tony and the rest of our staff exists because we want to start to provide some of those key answers for some of
0: those key questions. And we think, Tom, you know, that income need is probably a lot more dynamic, right? Rather than just saying, I mean, think about it. I mean, who who wants to work 30, 40 years to retire and suddenly spend 30% less? you know we think more realistically especially with today's retiree is that you're likely retiring and spending more right that's what we call that go go stage you're enjoying life kind of doing all the things you dreamed about that you might not have had time for previously maybe once you've checked off some of that list then you enter that slow go stage where the the budget may come down a little bit now you're sitting at home this hurts that hurts you've checked off a bunch of that fun stuff And then later in life, of course, it can spike back up with health care expenses. So we think it should be a much more dynamic plan. And I think, Tom, there's another fallacy that, that, you know, automatically in retirement, you're going to have lower taxes. Maybe it was mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, somebody who shared with you, you know, just put everything you can in that 401k because when you retire, you'll be in such a tiny tax bracket. That's not necessarily our experience or what we see. Hey podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast.
1: Yeah, it's not. And and before I go uh, uh, one step further, I just want to just make it clear, you know, we we are not tax advisors, we're not CPAs, you know, we're financial advisors. So if there's some things that we talk about here today, you know, make sure that you speak with your trusted tax advisor just to make sure that it's right for you. But, you know, having the thought of taxes won't be much of a problem for those who reach retirement, it might be true for those who don't have too much savings because it's very possible that their taxable income will be pretty low. Uh, But this can be really entirely different for those who have saved enough to support a, a more robust retirement lifestyle it is really easy to see why many people believe it, it is logical to assume that they will pay less in taxes after they stop working and in fact paying less in taxes will likely become a reality for those who find that you know say social security is now their major or perhaps their only source of retirement income but for the the people who have done a great job preparing for retirement, taxes might stay stubbornly high. You know, you, you mentioned it earlier, but you and I had an opportunity recently to sit down with a couple who Um, Was fortunate enough to retire earlier than the normal retirement age. And when you and I sat down with them to talk about their expenses here in early retirement, they were spending a lot more than they were in their working. They want to travel. They still have some children that they want to help support. Um, you know, those children might be having grandchildren, and and so on and so forth. So, oftentimes we see that expenses shortly after retirement go way up. And if you have this notion, you have this thought that you're going to just automatically have everything reduced. You know, by twenty to thirty percent, you're going to live off of seventy to eighty percent of your previous income. You that could be a huge wake up call.
0: Yeah, let me give you an example, Tom. You know, because I think a lot of people hear that seventy, eighty percent of your pre retirement income. You know, consider a married couple with circumstances that might be representative of a lot of folks tuning in, and between the two of them, maybe they enjoy an annual income of one hundred twenty thousand. If they base their retirement planning on the income rule of thumb and assume they would only need eighty percent of that pre retirement income it would mean that they would be preparing for an expected drop in expenses of 24,000 once they stopped working in theory perhaps that could seem right but to be correct it would require that 24,000 in lost income was in fact offset by a savings on expenditures that are no longer required and again that assumption is that expenditures for things like contributions to retirement accounts commuting to work maybe a decline in taxes would mean that less Income is now needed. The problem is, no matter how you correct, you might be on that calculation. If any such reduction is offset due to withdrawing more money from taxable retirement accounts to pay for travel or new expenses, actual taxable income might, in fact, not go down. As a result, the taxes paid in retirement might you know, be less and and it could be, you know, the tax bill could be substantially more depending on the decade you are in retirement and your income sources. Now, Tom, if you have a nice big nest egg accumulated in your traditional IRA, 401k, or some of these other tax deferred plans, it's easy to forget that not all this money belongs to you. With these accounts, you have a partner who will ultimately claim his share of the money. That's Uncle Sam. And the reason that a portion of this nest egg belongs to him is because for years you postponed paying the taxes on this money. Surely you didn't think that once you stopped working, Uncle Sam would forget about you and his share of the money, right? Think about that's kind of a silly concept. <laughs> mm-hmm, but yeah. instead forgetting that you, you better believe that any time you withdraw even a dollar from these accounts, he's going to have his hand on insisting that it's now time for you to pay up. And what might prove to be a big shock is that uncle sam can always increase the percentage of the money that he claims is his all he has to do is raise your income tax rates up in the future even needs more money simply raises your taxes again that's one of the reasons tom you know we take folks through our retirement ready roadmap and you know investments are important but we think it's part of the overall plan a big missing piece is tax planning And today's tax rates, we know, are lower than they're going to be in 2026. The tax cut we got in a previous administration expires at the end of 2025. Rates are going up. We've just spent trillions of dollars on stimulus with no plan to pay for it. So it might be an opportune time to implement some tax strategies to plan for retirement. A trick that the wealthy use is they set up their assets so they can control when and how they're going to pay taxes. All of us everyday Americans can do that as well, and that's a really important part of retirement planning. And Tom, you know, we mentioned it briefly, but there really are three different phases in retirement.
1: Yeah, there there really is, and the, and the reality for for many retirees is that both expenses and the resulting need for income can often change dramatically as we age. You know, we, we like to suggest to our clients that, that they think of their retirement as consisting of three distinct and, and different phases. <clears throat> so a, a person in relatively good health, retiring in their early 60s, might want to plan as if they could live at least 30 years or more in retirement. So, you know, dividing this total into three distinct 10-year periods, thinking of each as representing a different phase of retirement can be extremely helpful in planning. And it's reasonable to, to assume the first 10-year period will be when you are most active. It, it, and it's different and it, during this period that we still have the energy and, and good health to travel and do the retirement bucket lists that we always hope to do. And when this is your objective, it will be important to ask yourself how much additional income you might want to withdraw from your retirement accounts to support these activities. And of course, it will be important to also keep in mind that withdrawing too much money during this period could jeopardize your future, which brings us, you know, one of the biggest challenges of proper retirement planning. And then the last thing that we want to think about is, is just inheritance. You know, one of the greatest concerns of, of many retirees is the fear that one day they might run out of money and that most people will do almost anything to avoid this. It's a powerful, powerful emotion, you know, which is often why many people choose to live so frugally during retirement. You know, I've seen it over and over again. They foregoing, forego doing much of what they wanted to do simply because they don't want to take a chance that they might run out of money. So instead of enjoying it themselves, they end up leaving a large inheritance for others to enjoy. Unfortunate because proper planning can make future income more secure and as a result, allow people to spend their savings more confidently.
0: Tom, in my many years in this business, when we meet with a new family, and we're, we're so fortunate to meet with families, sometimes it's virtually all over the country, sometimes it's local families, and, you know, there tends to be three groups. First group says, you know, I, I'm going to live on ramen and spaghettios so I can pass as much as I can on to the kids and grandkids, which if, if that's your goal, that's great, but we want to do some tax planning to make sure Uncle Sam's not the largest beneficiary. Second group says, hey, you know, I want to join myself. What's left is left. Third group, they're my favorite. (laughs) They tell me, Tony, I want to spend it all in a perfect world. When I pass away, my checkbook balances to zero, right? And everybody's going to have different goals as it relates to passing money on. But to your point, what we don't want to see is somebody living in fear And, you know, time can be an evil adversary, right? It just kind of ticks by and one day you wake up and now maybe this hurts, that hurts, and you're not able to do some of the things that you dreamed about doing in retirement. So having a good plan where you have confidence in it should give you the confidence to also be able to spend a little bit and enjoy what you work so hard for. And I think far better than following some one-size-fits-all, you know, rule of thumb you really want a tailored, retirement-ready roadmap designed specifically to provide greater confidence and the best hope for living a retirement you've always dreamed of. I think that's really important, Tom, whether someone reaches out to us or they find a good fiduciary, find somebody who is working beyond just the investments. They're addressing things like your income plan, tax planning, how are you going to deal with family, health and wellness, succession, you know, passing money on. And also, how are you gonna deal with healthcare, right? These are all areas that need to work together and we wanna help you learn how to put that together. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.